tri-state area, 732-863-2788. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Friday, everybody. And there is nothing. I don't mean anything pre-recorded here except a couple of those, like, I don't know, pre-recorded commercials. But we are live. We're very live. We're so live. 201, show 201. And I want to just start off by thanking everyone who uh, called yesterday, emailed me, texted me. They did all kinds of stuff to acknowledge the uh, the 200th show, which I am very proud that we've gotten this far. Um I am in a great mood, and let me tell you why I'm in a great mood. Today, you're not going to hear any talk, any uh, talk about the, in the classroom, uh, in the classroom, in the courtroom um, tales because I wasn't in the courtroom today. Yesterday, last night after the show, I worked late at my desk, and then I got home to Brooklyn, and I changed out of my bat suit and put on my more relaxed suit. And I grabbed um, Luca Joseph Idala, and we packed up one of my little old inexpensive Alfa Romeos and we drove out east and we got out here last night. And, uh, you know, I had a wonderful time in Disney World. And uh, I obviously loved, like, on another level, loved being with little Arthur and Ariana and Marianne. But taking a one-year-old and a six-year-old to Disney World uh, is not necessarily – it's a vacation, but I, it was not a relaxing vacation. Not that I relaxed today, but when I'm with Luca and it's just the two of us, there's a magic there that um, I, I really – it's hard to describe – but there's a joie de vivre, there's a, a, a calmness, there's a sense of security. Um, it's just spectacular. And so those of you who are contemplating a trip to Disney World or any kind of intense family vacation, you know that there's going to be some some rough times. Um, n- nothing bad. You know, it's hot, you're tired, you have to go to the bathroom, you want to sleep in your own bed. Well, when I hit a couple of those roadblocks... Um, not that they were anything severe, but I was like, next weekend, I'm going to be, I'm going to be with Luca and it's just going to be the two of us. I'm going to be out East and it's going to be a gorgeous fall day. Look, Florida is Florida for its pros and its cons. It's a wonderful place. I will tell you people who have lived down, moved down there. Most of the people I know are very happy about it. Uh, I think it's a great place to go on vacation. I just don't want to live there. That's not my scene. Um, I love the Four Seasons. In other words, it was really cool a week ago today when it was 85 degrees and I was wearing a T-shirt and shorts. But I thought it was really cool today when I had a T-shirt on and then I had this really cool pullover that I bought with Marianne on Labor Day weekend out in Southampton next to 45 Main. There's this little store there. It was 50% off. So I'm really happy about that part of it. Um, I loved wearing my, I'm wearing my cami pants. I got to play with some of my cars out here. Um, the, the crisp autumn air is just spectacular. The leaves, there's a few leaves still left that are bright red. I mean, I love it. I, I should be on the, I love New York commercial. Um, I was listening to, I was listening to ask Frank anything this morning and someone asked him, you know, if, if there was time travel, would you come back? If you had the opportunity to live somewhere else permanently on the West Coast and L.A., you know, would you do that? And he said, no, no, no. And I think that's why Frank Morano and I are so close is because we, we kind of cut from the same cloth. Um, you know, I love I, I'm so lucky. Right. I mean, maybe you want to call me a simpleton, naive, ignorant. I don't care what you want to call me. But like, I love where I live. Um, I've traveled pretty extensively. 
Um, I've been to Australia. I've been to Africa. I've been to Japan. I've been all over Europe. Um, and I enjoy it. I mean, I've been to Italy over 100 times. I enjoy it. And I love it. And I look forward to it. But I love coming home. And you know what made me so happy about the Disney trip? Twice, twice, Arthur Idala III, the six-year-old boy, said to his mom next to me, I'm so happy we're going home. I think he said that on on the, the plane. Not because he didn't have an unbelievable time in Disney World, which where he did, where he lost his front tooth. But he loves his home. And then the next morning when he woke up and we were on the couch together, and he said, Mom, I'm so happy we're home. As a parent, that is such an undescribable feeling of satisfaction that you have created an environment. You've been fortunate enough to create an environment where your six-year-old is so happy to be there. And you know, not everybody is that lucky. Uh, I, I, I would venture to say most people aren't that lucky. Most people are just getting by. And the fact that, you know, I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday and uh, he was he was supposed to go on a trip, a little trip, a short trip. And um, his wife came down with COVID and they were going with with other family members. They said, well, why don't you just take your son who's like in his 20s? And he said, I don't really think my son is looking to hang out with me. And that made me think. And I definitely put Luca on the spot. This was after we drove from New York City to out to Long Island. And I said, um, I, I went inside and, you know, I hate to put my son on the spot, but I did. And I said, Luca, do you, do you like hanging out with dad or like, do you have to hang out with dad? Is that what you're, you know, it, 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 you know you're doing it cause you got to do it or cause you enjoy doing it. And he looked at me and the one thing about Luca is you know, Luca is a very special young man. I don't know if Luca really knows how to tell a lie which is a, it's a beautiful thing for me on the receiving end. I'm not sure we all tell little white lies, but he said, no, dad, I always look forward to spending time with you. I mean, there's you, I'd rather hear that than hit that billion dollar lottery. And I say that with all sincerity, I would rather Arthur be so happy to go from Disney world to his little house in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And that with the innocence of a six year old, tell his mother, I'm so happy to be home and to have Luca Joseph, who's 16, to say, Dad, I'm, I'm so happy to, to spend time with you or I enjoy spending time with you. You, you can't put a price on that. <clears throat> and sometimes in this crazy world we live in, I think we lose, we, you know, we lose sight of that. Um, I, you know, I had a great week at work and it had nothing to do with finances, nothing. It had to do with helping other human beings. And I'm not trying to say that I'm, you know, better than anyone else. I, I, I wasn't one of those guys, by the way, in high school who like was going to win all the awards and like most likely to succeed, most likely to be famous, most best dressed. Like that wasn't me. I was just a regular kid. Well, I kind of wanted the best dressed thing because I might try to emulate my dad and dress nicely for, for in, during high school. But what, what really wound up happening was I don't think the year before us, but the year before that, they though the yearbook came out and it was like, I think it was class Amazon and every year, which meant like the biggest guy, the guy with the biggest muscles, the guy who had worked out the most. And two years before us, somehow or another, the yearbook got published and it was the name of a woman, a girl in the class, the class Amazon, cause she was very big and she broke down in tears. And so they, they eliminated the best of this and the best of that. But what I'm saying on a Friday afternoon, um, <clears throat> is, um, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit because of the work I did this week. Maybe it's a little bit because of the work, the week I spent in Disney and got a chance to maybe reflect and think a little bit, getting out of the rat race. Oh God, I'm not going to have enough time to tell this, but in um, the magic kingdom, there's the carousel of progress, which is an original ride that Walt Disney created for the world's fair. That's still there. And it shows what life was like in the 1800s, the late, late 1800s, then like the 1920s, the 1950s, and then today. And somewhere in, I think the 1920s, I think the, when they were, when the guy, the little uh, animated puppet in there is talking about it, he goes, so everyone is now traveling to the city to work. They call it the rat race. And, you know, uh, look, I'm in the middle of the rat race. I'm caught up in the rat race. But sometimes when you disconnect, like I have today, 
with Luca out here in the quote unquote country, you get a chance to look back at the rat race we're living in and put things in perspective. And on this Friday night, after I look, I didn't ask for this radio show. Jerry Crowley offered it to me and I've taken it. I didn't ask for this thriving law practice um, where we get to help a lot of people, but it kind of just organically happened. I didn't ask for these unbelievable children, this incredible supportive wife, uh, these friends that I have around me, literally from from uh, kindergarten, who I'm going to be playing with them in Rapid Pulse on December 16th at Haswell Greens, which I'm so excited about. I rode my bicycle today uphill hard to make myself breathe, 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 because when you're on stage, I want to be Mick Jagger. I need help breathing. So on this Friday, my message to all of us is let's, you know, try to figure out a way maybe this weekend in the, the, the beautiful autumn. It's going to pour, but pouring is beautiful, too. Take a deep breath and appreciate what we have. The next guest we're going to have here on Veterans Day is a father who's a veteran who is going to talk about his hot dog stand. And he's the king of the hot dogs, his highs and his lows. So don't go away. So let's talk about me riding my bicycle today, right? I could have hit the boards, okay? I'm like, now, you know, I was talking to you guys about how um, I've been going to the doctors a lot lately. That's just, thank God, just it's just for checkups. Because um, I, this band that I was in, Rapid Pulse, in 1983 to basically 1992, um, I, you know, I, I basically was emulating, emulating Mick Jagger more than anyone else because he moved a lot on, on stage. Now, Mick Jagger plays several instruments. I don't play much. Uh, I play an instrument that I can't talk about on the uh, on the air, but um, I'm, it's, it's a little inside joke. But um, I, I, you know, I try to entertain entertain people with physical movement. You know, I'm I'm not big with like just standing there with the microphone in the stand and not moving. My voice isn't that good. I'm not Pavarotti or Bocelli, Leggero Bocelli. Um, so I run around a lot, but it's easy to run around at like. 15, 16, 70 around the stages of CBGBs. Um, at 50, I, I will be 55 on December 16th. I need some lungs. So I rode my bike like a nut today. But before I did that, and I went running the other day just to get my breath up, my my, my uh, stamina. Before I did that, I, I went to the doctor and I got all my results back. I, you heard me screaming yesterday that I'm, I'm all in good shape. I got to tell you, it's so nerve wracking when you read those results. Um, when they come on your phone, you're like, uh-oh, because your life could change that quickly. Well, when you're healthy, you don't think you need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. But we think we can worry about those things when we're older or become sick or you get those bad results. And nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy, someone to make decisions for you. You don't want the state or the courts to make those decisions. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. So how are you going to do that? You're going to call Connors and Sullivan. Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law, they know their stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They'll help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. It's Dr. Lederman speaking with 007 about prostate cancer. You're 007. The real 007. I was diagnosed in 2005 with prostate cancer. I requested a biopsy. Why? Going up, I got a biopsy that I had cancer in my prostate. And then the doctor told you, hey, you got to have... Surgery. Did your doctor tell you about Dr. Lederman and radio surgery? It's his bread and butter to operate. Not only do they leave the cancer behind, which is the most important thing, but you're incontinent and your sex life is kaput. I knew about your uh, treatment, which was very easy to do. Fifteen years later, your PSA is zero. My uh, urinary life is okay. uh, My sex life is very good. For more cancer information, call Dr. Lederman, 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway. Call Dr. Lederman, 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. and Liz Rossi, two veterans, uh, and uh, God willing, at the end of the show, we're going to have my favorite veteran, like by far my favorite veteran. Um, I would have to say my second or third, because my father was also a veteran, so I got to throw that in there, but someone who had a tremendous, tremendous impact on my life, and um, I'm not exaggerating this whatsoever. When I started college uh, in September of 1985, leaving SUNY Purchase. I'm sorry, leaving Poly Prep to go to SUNY Purchase. So I, I went from a very kind of elite, rich, let's face it, college, uh, high school where I was the poorest kid. Every kid had a, had a car and I had a bicycle. Me and Carmody, we had bicycles. Who Victor had a car. Green had a car. Hassan had the beautiful uh, Honda Prelude. It wasn't that my parents couldn't afford it. My father was smart enough not to spoil me and make me earn what I what I wanted, and I will be forever eternally grateful for that. So then I get to SUNY Purchase, and I kind of wind up being now, all of a sudden, I'm the rich kid, because I had, like, a closet full of clothes, and others didn't. They just had, like, two pairs of jeans, two sweatshirts, two T-shirts, and that was it. It was the State University of New York, and, and that speaks for itself. The very first night, I met a guy who... um clearly was older than I was, clearly was much more physically fit than I was. Um, and he's kind of a quiet, shy guy uh, to a degree, but somehow or another he came over to me and he goes, hey, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Arthur. And I'm like this hyper, I'm I'm 17 years old, I'm first night, it's the, it's the first night of college, the first night my parents dropped me off that day. And they, they had a keg of beer for us. We're 17. They had a keg of beer. God bless things in 1985. And I go, what's your name? And he goes, Kurtz. I go, what's your name? Kurtz. I go, what's your name? Kurtz. C-O-R-D-E-S. Kurtz. Sergeant Kurtz George. USMC. And so Sergeant George, uh, he had just gotten out. Uh, he had he didn't spend some time in the service. He was in the reserves. And he, we turned out being not roommates, but sweet mates. And he changed my life. And that's, that is not an exaggeration. Um, he taught me to make my bed. Um, he was doing sets of curls with a barbell. He was doing sets of 25. God is my witness. I couldn't do one. <laughs> I couldn't do one. He's curling 20. He's doing this bar 25. I couldn't do one. And then maybe like the second or third day, um, he comes into my room. Or maybe, you know, he told me to come to his room. This is before cell phones or anything. Um, and he had nicknames for me that I couldn't say on the on the air. And uh, he brings out what I now call, what people now call a, a handle, which was a half gallon of Johnny Walker red, not black, red. And he's got two shot glasses, a, like a regular size shot glass and a double shot glass. And he looks at me and goes, you want to go to the chow hall? Now, this is dinner time, like 6 o'clock. You want to go to the chow hall? No, no one calls it the chow hall. It's called whatever, the cafeteria. I go, sure. And he pours one little shot for me and a double shot for him. Now, I weigh about 145 pounds. This guy's like 190, fit as a fiddle, not an ounce of body fat, just out of the Marines. And... um and then he gives me a second dose. Boom, boom. We hit it again. Now we go in there. And it was a, a memorable experience in the chow hall. I think I wound up eating Captain Crunch for dinner. Um, but Cords, uh, Sergeant Cords George, who uh, served our country and uh, served me to this day, I, I adore him. I don't see him as much as I want to or speak to him as much as I want to. But when I do see him or talk to him, it's it's a it's a treasure. And he's a great man, a great husband, a great uh, father. And uh, I cords, I 
I don't know if you're listening or not, but I have a feeling you may be. Thank you, man. You really you helped make me the person I am today, and I give you the 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 little touch of military that I have. I'm going to get to the rest of it at the end of the show. Is thanks to you. Now, real people who are in the military are Dan Rossi and his daughter Liz Rossi. Dan did two tours in Vietnam, and Sergeant Liz Rossi served in Operation Iraq Freedom. Hello, Sergeant Rossi and Sergeant Rossi. It's Arthur Idala. How are you? How are you? Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. So, uh, you you know, you have a heck of a story there, uh, Sergeant Dan. Um, you were up and down and down and up. And, and uh, tell us about it a little bit in, in the world of outside of the military, in the world of hot dogs in Manhattan. Well... We had a little running with uh, a guy named Donald Trump, and he he had uh, he really came at me. Seems that he had kicked the vets off the street in Midtown Manhattan. He got the politicians to do it. I stood up for the vets, got them back in, and they took it personal, and they drove us out of business. And then well, uh, I came back. Uh, you know, right now I'm in front of the Met, and we have uh, my, mine and my daughter's car to back, and we're working. We you know we 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 went from from the title of the book. Rags and riches to less than rags. Uh, well, listen, that that's great. And um, tell me a little bit about your service. Dan, where were you in Vietnam? I was outside of uh, Da Nang, about 13 miles, a place called Marble Mountain. Um, how long were you overseas? 18 months. And was it the worst time of your life? No. Good. No, not at all. I met some great guys, and, you know, we had bad times, you know, a lot of my friends got killed, but at the same time, it, it kind of, it, it molds you into something, you know, and uh, so it was it the worst time, absolutely not, uh, we went there, we did a good job, and those of us that came home were all proud of our service. Well, you, uh, everyone should be proud of your service, did you catch any heat when you came home? Uh, heat like what? Like people being jerks to you out on the street. Oh, or in- you know, we, we, I couldn't even. I couldn't even have a drink in my old neighborhood bar. That's Where you from? Was. Where you from? Uh, Bronx, the Bronx. Where? Villa Avenue, near Bedford Park. Um. Okay, my father's. Uh, he's a, a, a Bure Avenue guy, Pelham Bay. Pelham Bay. Well, that's not too far. It's, no. It's- so, Liz, you were in Operation Iraq Freedom, correct? Yes. Were you? Did you serve over there, or did you serve here in, in stateside? So I was actually a reservist, and we were activated in January of 2003, and we deployed um, to Kuwait in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I was actually um, only there briefly because, well, I was away. I was there a few months, and then my mother suffered um, actually a brain aneurysm, and so the Red Cross sent me home because we thought we were going to lose her. Um, and then my unit didn't send me back because the first stick of Marines were coming home. But thank God she's still alive, so we're very lucky. Oh, that's fantastic! What a great, what a great punchline to that story. That's it's two God. decades later. God, good, good yes. for you. Yeah. So tell thank me God. where you're at today. I know, I know, you guys got a hard time from President Trump, who was at the time a purely entrepreneur, real estate developer. Uh, he right. wasn't happy about your hot dog stand being in front of one of his buildings. Which building was it that he was upset about? Well, he was. Uh, it was all. Down on- New building, 52nd. He, he he was targeting the disabled vets because they have the uh, state privilege to be there. Now, I had cars all over the city, but he, he didn't attack me. He attacked them, and I went to protect them. And I got it to – he had him actually kicked off the street for about four years. And then I just, you know, I sat down uh, with the governor's people, told them that they were being abused, and they got him back. And this and, was Governor Pataki? But when Pataki came in, he he was the guy who did it for us. Well, oh, good for him. And it Dan Rossi, tell me, tell me, tell me what what the status of your hot your, your hot dog empire is today. The status is I have one cart. My daughter has one cart. We went from almost five hundred carts down to just the two. Now that's not only because of of Donald Trump, is it? Oh, absolutely, only for Donald Trump. So he wiped yeah, out your he, whole empire. It was it was a. Uh, no sooner did I come back from Albany that I was the worst person in the world, according to the city, according to the the press and everything. It and this is after they know how to do it. They know how to, they, if they're going to destroy you, they know how to do it. This is after two tours in Vietnam serving the country. Yeah, so what? 
Yeah, I know. And I, yeah, I'm not smoking. Look, it, it was simple. He didn't want any. He didn't want to see any cripples in front of his building. I, I'm not smoking. Right. Listen, Dan, uh, I'm know. not supposed to say this. I'm not supposed to say this on the AM 970 The Answer, but how many tours did uh, Donald Trump do anywhere? Could you refresh my recollection? Because I, I forgot. I, 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 think, I think he put a uniform as a cadet once to take a picture. Is that That's what it was? Yeah, well, I, th- I think so. Maybe it wasn't even him. Maybe he just put his head on a, a picture of another guy. Who knows? Now, if if you want to give him some credit, he certainly has t- changed his tune since he's become a politician, right? Now he's all for the veterans, all for the veterans, all for the veterans. So uh, you got to be between the lines well, for the veterans because, look, if you go in the Midwest, it's a, it's a different world in the Midwest. I know, Dan. They before I let you go, I want I want to let all our listeners know if I want to buy a hot dog from Dan Rossi or Liz Rossi, where do we go find your hot dogs? 82nd and fifth, right in front of the men. Both of you? Yes, right both of each us. Other. <laughs> all right, and Liz, thank you. I'm so happy your mom is, is in good shape. Thank Dan you. Rossi, Liz Rossi, thank you for serving our country. And go get a hot dog. There's nothing like a New York City hot dog. God bless, guys. Thank you so much for being on. All right, so you guys have heard me left and right, and yesterday there was no better commercial that anyone could have done for the Atlantis yacht than Michael Esposito of uh, Platinum Mitsubishi did. Uh, Unprovoked, unannounced, uh, having nothing to do with me, he spoke about that ship, and I'm going to speak about that ship. Yes, Padre Lou, I'm going to call it a ship. I don't know, my father's got, he's hung up on whether it's a ship or not. It's a ship. It's a big, it's a big vessel. Uh, I mentioned the first time I was on there was when uh, Murano and Gattulo and Piscopo and I, um, it was pre-Sibelia. He was still in the, uh, an amoeba at the time. Uh, we went up there and uh, it was the first client cruise. I think I was on the maiden voyage with Jerry Crowley and Phil Boyce. I mean, it was just, it's just a blast. And to let you guys know that like I'm not just reading a script, soon thereafter, my wife, uh, Marianne, who's, you know, the only reason why I'm speaking to you here today um, is um, she was the president of the Columbia Lawyers Association and she had an event on the ship and it was to honor the chief judge of the state of New York. So just to give you an idea of the caliber of uh, a type of events that are held there, for us lawyers, the chief judge of the whole state, that's like a big deal. I mean, that's a very, very big deal. And of all the venues in the city of New York, all of them, Marianne chose, and, and we had an unbelievably successful event on the Atlantis yacht from New York Cruises. So don't hesitate. Just go to their website, www.newyorkcruises.com. That's www newyorkcruises.com or after the weekend give him a call 212-633-1231 212-633-1231 today on hey culligan reverse to reduce here's bob hey culligan i love fresh water but i got plastic bottles coming out whoa there. bob you are not kidding about the bottles but did you know culligan's reverse osmosis and always on drinking water systems provide fresh clean delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide holy fresh environmentally friendly drinking water am i right right bob and we're already on the way let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local culligan water expert at culligan.com the last dome game of the season gives the Orange a chance to get back on track against number 25, Florida State. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff with Orange pregame at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. 
Welcome back. Friday night, 634. We are live. We are local. I'm not that local. I'm a little like like 80 miles away, but, you know, pretty local. Uh, I've been following all the local news. Um, I am so excited about our next guest. I did not know uh, this was happening until just a little while ago. Um, and, you know, he's like a, he's a legitimate big shot. Um, not that the Rossies aren't big shots because they served our country in the military and, and especially dad who was there. Uh, they call it the, the a bad word. He was in the feces is the word they use it back back in the day. Uh, so I totally applaud and admire that. But Brock Pierce is a name I've been hearing for a, for many, many years now, although he's just a kid. I didn't realize, um, Brock, you know, I've heard your name for, for quite some time now. I didn't realize how young you are. God bless you, because you've accomplished so much. It's not, not about your looks, but it is about uh, all of your accomplishments and your your resume, besides being a child actor in the Mighty Ducks films, besides being such an entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur in the uh, cryptocurrency uh, industry, besides running for president of the United States, what I really admire, and, and please don't take take this as a way that I'm minimizing any of your other accomplishments, but you are the uh, vice chair and the spokesperson of the United States Marines Toys for Tots Foundation of New York, Long Island, and Puerto Rico. And I just think that that is a, a spectacular thing to do with someone who doesn't, you know, you could be selfish and do your own thing. And yet you donate and, and volunteer so much of your time and your efforts to Toys for Tots for if you heard the very, very beginning of the segment talking about people who are less fortunate. Well, thank you for looking after the people, the kids who are less fortunate. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Brock Jeffrey Pierce. How are you, sir? I'm grateful and uh, glad to be here. And yes, life is uh, about more than just ourselves. And, you know, you, you got to take care of yourself first, kind of like when you're on that airplane, you know, put the mask on before taking care of others. And that same analogy applies to all of life. Um, you know, we're ultimately all in this together. And yes, the next generation is what it's all about. We're here to, to create and support life. And during our turn, our generation's, you know, sort of role. Uh, we're here to transition it hopefully well, and never has there been a generation like the one that we're living through right now that has been confronted with so many uh, uh, existential threats uh, uh, globally at this point. You know, we have to, to find peace and harmony and, uh, and and do the best work we can because, again, we're going to lose together or win together ultimately. Brock, I, couldn't, I could not agree with you more. Um, just to let you know, like that, how the the connections that you and I have. There's this guy, I know um, his initials are IGG. Um, I think you know who I'm speaking of, Vincent, and uh, this other guy Shapiro, who I hang out with all the time. So those are the two primary people I hear your name from uh, on a regular basis, and and your accomplishments, and and they both uh, Vincent Lavienne and, and Todd Shapiro brag about you on a regular basis, and not only your accomplishments, but what a decent person you are. Um, do you mind if we just talk about toys and toys for tots and the U.S. Marines for a second? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, you know, really honored to have the ability to support such, uh, you know, an incredible organization, not just the men and women that serve, but this program in particular to, to give back to, you know, to the children and specifically the less fortunate, uh, toys for tots gives more toys to, to kids during uh, the holiday season, you know, the time where, is the season to give. And it's really one of the highlights of my year. You know, you really bring so much joy and it, it's not like they're just giving minor things. They're giving legitimate toys that, you know, anyone would want to see under their Christmas tree or, or Hanukkah or, or whatever it is that you celebrate. But, you know, we all share this in common. And where do they get, where do they, Brock, we're talking to Brock Pierce, where do they get distributed? Like, in other words, is this a national thing? Is this an international thing? Part of my ignorance. It's a, it's a national program. It's all over the country. I, I work with New York City, Long Island, and, and here in Puerto Rico, where I'm talking to you from. And, um, you know, it's uh, uh, it goes all around. I mean, here in Puerto Rico, it goes into neighborhood after neighborhood after neighborhood. Uh, and people line up, and it's a, it's a lot of toys given, a lot of joy, um, you know, received. And it's, it's, it's really like the, the highlight of the year. It's, um, uh, for me, it's an incredible 
honored to be able to, to volunteer and support this this wonderful program, this this great initiative. To you know, uh, it's been a it's been a rough couple of years for everybody. Absolutely, uh, Brock. If, if before I I, I I want to turn to politics in a second. Before we go, if people want to volunteer or help or give toys to Tots, uh, is it a police precinct situation? Is it uh, is it a website? How, how do people who want to get involved get involved? Yeah, so they, there are. Um, uh, you can go to the Toys for Tots program. I don't actually have the the website URL, but or you can look it up on Facebook or social media, and. Uh, you know, certainly looking for any contributions that people want to give. Uh, there's not a, a delivery point to go to the um, a precinct to drop off. Uh, uh, the The program itself buys all of the toys because it's done at a, you know, a, a, like the Marines okay, would do I got it. You. It's not like a coat <laughs> drive or uh, something uh, like that. Okay. Yeah, no, this is done like a military operation. Um, it, it's done with a, a very high level of uh, planning, programming, uh, distribution. I mean, I mean, we're giving out toys to, you know, 5,000, you know, uh, families, uh, some days it's, uh, uh, and we'll do this with a team of like six to eight of us. It, it, it's, it's run, uh, you know, in a military sort of fashion, but obviously, um, that same sort of, um, efficiency and that same operational excellence being applied to, you know, providing toys to so many families and, and, and kids. Uh, that may not have otherwise. Well, we're talking to Brock Pierce. Brock, I, I'm, I'm going to give you an assignment that's probably uh, uh, unattainable, but um, we probably have about three minutes left. Could you give a little, uh, a, a little um, state of the union of cryptocurrency right now? Because there's all kinds of news programs and things are failing and things are thriving. And so I don't know where we are. So let's we have a real expert in Brock Pierce. Take it away, sir. Well, right now, it's uh, <laughs> um, it, it's it's a rough week for uh, for cryptocurrency. One of the, the largest exchanges, um, FTX, uh, based out of the Bahamas, uh, but with a U.S. operation as well. Uh found themselves in a market downturn turn over leveraged, meaning they had too much debt. Uh, it appears to be we're getting more information every day uh, about an $8 billion hole. Uh, they acquired a bunch of businesses. They had borrowed a bunch, uh, uh, a bunch of money against their market maker. And uh, they had used their own sort of basically their stock or their own token, their own um, effectively currency to borrow against. And one of the problems with doing that is if your underlying instrument starts to drop, it can it can pull you into a death spiral, and and that's what happened here. Uh, uh, one of the most respected institutions had been too aggressive, taken on too much risk, and it led to the implosion of that business. Something that almost none of us in the industry saw coming until about a week ago, and uh, it's definitely uh, wreaking havoc uh, across the industry. We've seen that reflected in the. Uh, already on the down prices. This is an industry that goes through uh, swings, you know, uh, peaks and valleys, and we were already in a valley, and this has definitely been a rough week for everyone in crypto. In the long run, it's a good thing. Ultimately, we want only the the most resilient, uh, well-managed organizations to, you know, be the organizations in the future, so crypto will be fine. Uh, It does create a, a buying opportunity in terms of, you know, buying low. Uh, which is, you know, a good time to enter. I don't encourage people to invest in cryptocurrency. I only encourage people to invest in themselves. But if you haven't uh, taken the time to learn, you know, the only thing I ever encourage people to do is go buy $20 or $50 or $100, not as a, a financial investment, but an investment in your own knowing so that you start to learn how this works and then you can make informed decisions for yourself in terms Great. of forming an opinion about uh, its importance long-term. But even uh, 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 the... The president and the administration in their executive order uh, made clear that this is clearly a technology that's here to stay. All of the major banks, all the major financial institutions, all the legacy sort of groups, it's, it's pretty much universally or the consensus has been reached amongst uh, the financial world that this is not uh, not going to go anywhere. Now, All right, Brock, I got 10 seconds like left. Yep. I would love to uh, lean on you to be able to come on the show and do a whole hour with me. So when you get back from Puerto Rico, I'll reach out to you, and it's a pleasure to speak to you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Thanks for coming on, Brock Pierce. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's a rich man's world. 
me ask you something. Would you like a, a career in the legal field? No, I'm serious. I mean, I know a lot of people who love the law, but for whatever reason, they they haven't gotten been able to go to law school, get through law school. Well, if you want to be around that excitement, that energy, that adrenaline, just take up Plaza College on their offer with the two with the free two week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and be completed from the convenience of your own home. You could sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. It's a free two-week program. You just you sit home and you listen to it, and then they'll teach you how to do it. And trust me, folks. When you're a court reporter in a courtroom, you got a lot of power. You got a lot of juice. No one looks down on you. Everyone kisses your butt. So if you want a job where people kiss your butt and you get paid to have your butt kissed, email info at plazacollege.edu, info at plazacollege.edu, and lastly, info at plazacollege.edu. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. I saw her sitting in the rain. On a Friday night, I'm out here in Long Island. Hopefully, Luca and I are going to go see uh, the Black Panther movie tonight. Uh, I think it's the opening night. And then we're going to get a bite to eat at a great restaurant here in East Quad called Centro. Uh, the other day, I was at a great place called another restaurant called Cucina. And uh, the owner there, Gaetano, gave me a beautiful bottle of Brunel de Montalcino from the, uh, the, the, the vineyard of Barbi, B-A-R-B-I. And, you know, our next guest gave me a hard time when I got this thing called a Coravin, C-O-R-A-V-I-N, Coravin maybe it's called. 
and it's the it's this device that it puts a very thin uh, metal needle in through the cork of a wine bottle, and it puts this type of air. I think it's called argon. In it into the bottle and it displaces the wine into your glass, and so you can have a glass of wine without uncorking the wine. And allegedly, it doesn't. It allows the wine not to spoil. So you could just have a glass of wine, and you could keep the and the cork is in place. And allegedly, that that bottle could sit there for another couple of years, and it has not spoiled. Now, when I mentioned this to our next guest, he said, "Come on, Arthur, what's the matter with you? Come on." Yeah, yeah, glass of wine. Open, open a bottle. You drink the whole bottle of wine. What you did your glass of wine? Come on, are you kidding me? Stop it now. Of course, I bought him one. I don't know if he's used it, but we could ask him now. From Fort Hamilton Army Base in New York City, Captain Louis Ralph Joseph Idala. Welcome to the show, uh, Captain Idala. How are you, sir? I am, and I, I did not realize that you wanted me to. Uh beyond, but uh, you've got me, and as your mother said, if your son asks you to do something, make sure you do it. That, well, that's what my mother should say, and the funny part is, Father, as uh, I watch now, you know, you have a wife named Marianne, I have a wife named Marianne, they're spelled differently, but uh, the way they treat their sons, both of whom are named Arthur, is very, very similar. And um, probably maybe I should be telling you this in private, but I'll tell it to the millions of listeners on the show the way my mother has unconditional love for me and has, through the last almost 55 years, Marianne has that same love for her son who basically, in her eyes, can do no wrong. And when he was in Disney, when he was in Disney and he was getting a little out of order, and I said, I'm going to spank you, uh, she looked at me and said, just because your father hit you, that doesn't mean you're going to hit my son. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds. But here's what I want to talk to Lou Dollar about. Uh, yeah, I want to speak about your military service a little bit. And if we don't get to your libation, we can do it next week, although I know you have a special one. You uh, decided to go elect to go into the ROTC program. Is that accurate? Yes, because... Uh Unlike uh, many of the young people today whose parents are able to send them and pay for uh, their education, I, uh, you know, worked. I worked worked from the day of uh, literally uh, my 16th birthday. I went and got my working papers and worked and worked every summer. And even during the Christmas holidays, they would uh, hire people to deliver the Christmas cards. And, uh, yes, I sold ladies' shoes. At A.S. Beck's, across the street from Macy's on 34th Street, when I was going to college and all. And if you joined ROTC, you were able to also, you earned some uh, extra money. So that's what we did. Now, was and this I, in high school or college? College. That was college when you did. Well, high school, yes. Uh, when I was 16, that would work, you know, at least. No, no, but when did you join ROTC? Because the kids at Fort Hamilton Army, at Fort, at Fort Hamilton High School, they were in ROTC. They they walked down the block going to Fort Hamilton High School in uniform. No, no. ROTC was up at Fordham University. So then, uh, so you go to Fordham University, and yeah. then you had a good, when did you have to go to basic training? And then, well, we all went down, well, I did it twice. I, the first was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. I only wish I was in the same Condition. How old were you then? Oh, let's see. It was in uh, it was uh, it was in uh, after my third year of college. Okay, so whatever it was, I don't know. I okay. They would have been before. I must have been what twenty twenty one. I guess that's it. Third year, and then uh, I was also uh, I did time in Fort Benjamin Harrison in Indianapolis, and then eventually I wound up at uh, Fort Hamilton Army Base. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You can't just gloss over that. You went to basic training once, and then what? You, they let you go from basic training go to law school? Yes, I was able to go to law school, and uh, and then Uncle Sam decided he couldn't do it. No, 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 no. Hold on. Then you went to law school. You graduated law school. You graduated NYU School of Law with Lenny Boxer and, and Bob Abrams and I think Sid Davidoff maybe was a year below right. you or ahead of you. And Was he in your class or was he older than you and younger than you? No, no, I think we were all the same age. Okay. We were all and then, All right. Go and ahead. then you went to work at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office with Frank Hogan, right? Right. 
and then, and then I had to go through my time. I had to do well, my time. Okay, hold on. You got you got married. You, you know, you're rushing through this whole way. You're in a rush. What's the matter? Well, yeah, come on. Well, the show pay attention to details. I do want to get to our libation. All right, all right, all right. Give me one more minute. So, but, because, no, because here's the, the shocking thing. So, you're in the DA's office, and you're trying cases. You're putting cases of the grand jury. They used to have the, the hearings instead of the grand jury. And... All of a sudden, what happens? One day you come home and there's a letter that says you gotta you got to ship out again? Yeah, because you had a commitment for at least two years. They wanted me to be, you know, do four, stay in. And then if you stay in too long, then you've made the commitment and you can wind up making a career. So I did my two years from the summer of 66 to 68. Of course, in 68, you had the assassinations of Bobby Kennedy and Martin Luther King. It was a crazy time. Uh, anyone who thinks there's any glory in war is out of his and her mind. And people should read read Andersonville by McKinley Cantor about the Civil War, read about all quiet on the Western Front and the horrors of World War One, and how that affected, quite frankly, what happened in World War Two because the Treaty of Versailles really uh, knocked uh, Germany and all of it off its... All right, we got we got two minutes for your libation. I just got the two-minute warning in my ear. So go ahead, Padre Lou. Here's the libation live from Padre Lou's mouth. Take oh, it away, me, Padre Lou. You want me to read it? You read it. I don't even have it in front of me. You got it or no? Oh, no wonder you call up. All right, listen. Those of you who are listening, the next time you happen to be at your local grocery or your supermarket, pick up a piece of, you know, that fresh ginger, if you don't already have some at home, and peel a piece, you know, use one of the vegetable or potato peelers, or simply scrape off the outer part with a knife. Put that peeled piece in your shaker, right? Muddle it. Then give it a good smooshing. Get it. Then fill your shaker with ice, add about two ounces of gin, about a half or three-quarters ounce each of fresh lemon juice, and simple syrup, which I've told you how to make that by just uh, boiling uh, uh, sugar and water. And then uh, also add about an ounce and a half of orange juice. Now, shake shake your booty, all right? Get it nice and cool. And then you could either strain it or pour everything, including the ice and all the other things, into your chosen glass. And by the way, if you have some sparkling water, San Pellegrino, you can put a splash right on the top of the glass, and you garnish it with an orange slice. And by the way, on this Veterans Day, silently give thanks to all of the women and the men who have admirably served our country throughout the years. And since the bombardment of political ads and news coverage and the recent election is finished, sit back, relax on this drizzly early evening, and sip, savor, and swallow Padre Lou's over and done with libation. All right, 6.57, Friday night, Padre Lewis, Ralph, Fred, uh, Joseph Haidala here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Alex, thank you, and happy wedding to Andy Gladding. Andy Gladding of AM 970, The Answer. God bless you and your bride. Would you have a lifetime of, of, of happiness? Have a great weekend, everybody. Arthur Haidala signing off. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.